All right, folks, you know what time it is. Welcome back to the Insatiable Content Podcast. I am your host, Vincent Rossmeyer. And whoa, Nelly, do I have a special episode for you today. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to do it live to quote the infamous Bill O'Reilly. Um, while my next show is going to be on the French Dispatch, which I saw this week and loved, this one I'm going to do a different type of top five, and that is a top five for an entire genre of content. Today's topic, podcast. That's right, we're getting meta. Not like Mark Zuckerberg meta, who can go still go fuck himself. This is a podcast about other podcasts. I'm going to tell you my top five sports podcasts and top five non-sports podcasts. And that is strictly because I listened to so many sports podcasts, I felt like they deserve their own category. I also have to say, I listen to more podcasts than anyone I know. I mentioned that on the first episode of the Insatiable Content Podcast. When you're on three-hour runs almost daily, you can get through a lot of podcasts, especially when you, like me, listen to them at two times speed. If you are not listening to this right now at two times speed, you're doing yourself a disservice. And once you go back and try to listen to people at regular speed after hearing that at t- them at two times speed, everyone sounds drunk. So it can be both delightful and disconcerting. So train yourself to listen at two times speed so you can listen to my favorite podcasts and listen to as many as you can in a week. You get to experience more life that way. You get through so many more podcasts that way. I wish TV was like that, that we could just speed everything up. Now, before I get into the episode, let me just preface this by saying, obviously, this is a 100% subjective and biased podcast about my favorites, but I assume that's why you're here. No one wants to hear me otherwise. So if you wanted boring takes, you'd be watching CBS sitcoms. Instead, you're here for the juicy, off-the-wall Larry David shit that I got to offer. So let's get into it. And I'm doing this solo because that's the way I listen to podcasts 99% of the time. So let's fucking go. All right. Let's start with my top five sp- sports podcast. In position number five, it's the Ringers NBA podcast. Now, there are multiple shows on this single podcast stream, but the one I like the most is the one hosted by Logan Murdoch and former NBA player, really was a six-man, Raja Bell. I love this show because it gives insight into what it's like to be a player. Bell has a ton to say about everything that he experienced while he was a player from the travel and the exhaustion that you feel when you're doing back-to-back uh back-to-back night games or um what it's like dealing with surly fans or what it's like to be the center of ire and hatred from people who like love kobe bryant and think you are essentially the devil for going at him and it's especially interesting because bell hasn't been out of the league so long that when stuff occurs like the recent just repellent Robert's Sarver scandal, which, by the way, no one who follows NBA basketball was at all surprised by. Bell can actually, Bell played for the Suns under Sarver and can actually talk about a terrible interaction he had with Sarver uh, in which Sarver made a comment about his wife. And so you get this type of insight, you know, you get a lot of basketball expertise, you get a lot of uh, updates on what's going on in the league at any given moment, but then you get all this other back scenes, back, you know, backstage stuff that you wouldn't get from just having two journalists or two fans talk about the sport. 
It's insights you can't get on your own. Um, and Bell still knows a ton of players in the league and GMs in the league. And so I never feel like I leave the show without having learned something. And Murdoch is also a great host. He's funny and offers the perspective of what it's like to try to deal with players when you're a sports journalist. So there's that friction there between him and Bell that actually makes for a lot of uh, comedy, but also just really entertaining listening. Um, so I highly recommend the Riggers NBA podcast and all the other ones on the stream are also good, but that's just my particular favorite. All right, let's move on to number four. The most popular sports podcast out there. I think it's the second most popular podcast period behind the Joe Rogan podcast, which will not be on any of my list and I'm not gonna talk about. But the show is, pardon my take. Now, Big Cat and PFT Commenter are amazing. They are the hosts. They have been doing this, I think, for around five or six years, and they are truly an everyman story. They have no credentials other than just being random sports bloggers in the past, and yet they've become the most popular sports podcasters in the country. I love this show so much. It, it makes me laugh to the point where when I'm listening to it when I run, I sometimes have to stop. It's like you're, I'm back in my dorm room or back in the house I lived in in college with all my friends and we're just shooting the shit and talking about sports in a way that is like familiar and colloquial and it's just so comfortable. It's, it's also certainly the most creative sports podcast out there. It's a show filled with raunchy, often juvenile teenage boy humor. I will own that, but you know what? I fucking love that type of humor and it makes me laugh. And I also, but I appreciate that it's not like backwards looking or completely like a troglodyte type thing because both of them are semi-woke pft commenter even more so i'd say and they support the mental they do things like support the mental health of athletes um and so even when they're mocking people it's always good natured and they admit that they're wrong there is nothing i find more endearing in any sort of form of culture than people who can admit they're wrong especially when you're hosting a show where you're giving so many takes like they do they're also, <laughs> to me, they're also the best at giving insights into the mind of those of us who are completely irrational sports fans. Big Cat is a super big Bears fan, and every single week, it's the roller coaster where the team loses, he's despondent, he will never watch them again, and then by midweek, he's like, you know what? I think they might win the Super Bowl this year. I've been there. I should probably not use the past tense there. I am there often with the teams I root for. PFT is a Washington football team fan. And so I also get to vicariously hear the roller coaster of emotions that he goes through with just this abysmal team that we spend way too much time caring about. So again, I think this is definitely the funniest sports show out there. Um, one of the fa most famous segments is after uh, Bruce Arians, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, appeared on the show and told them that as a kid, he mistakenly drank white paint instead of milk. They created a whole song called Drink Paint that I highly recommend listening to. They have also pretty much fo uh, fomented the rivalry between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. Um, uh, this is, I'm Team Brooksy, obviously, um, which is probably the only thing that could make me care about golf. So, and they also mock what they call Big J journalists for uh, for being too serious. They have great guests and guests that talk in a way and share things about themselves that they wouldn't on other shows. The show is transparent and honest, and I'm proud to consider myself an AWL. That's what they call their award-winning listeners. So pardon my take, highly recommend. All right, number three in the sports podcast, Bill Simmons podcast. Simmons is the OG sports podcaster and pretty much created the genre. If you don't know who he is, 
you've been living under a rock. He created Grantland back when he was at ESPN. He's done 30 for 30. He was the uh, person that created that incredible documentary series at ESPN. And then he's moved on and created the Ringer Network, which is both a site and then just an incredible, credible number of online podcasts that I listen to. Um, religiously. I already mentioned the Ringers NBA podcast. There are so many others on the platform that I listen to. Now, I will own that I have several friends who ask me why I listen to Simmons. They detest him for his takes on everything from LeBron, which have been a bit cringeworthy in the past, to his obsession with the Celtics. I find his passion for the Celtics really endearing, even though I do not like the team, just because I relate so much to anyone who cares way too much about their sports team. Now, I don't necessarily need to hear him talk about any the Patriots ever again, But that being said, he's been around this long for a reason. He's really good. Uh, I would avoid the episodes about current events or or technology that he sometimes does with special guests, as that's not necessarily his wheelhouse. But when it comes to sports, and especially sports gambling, the show is always entertaining. Plus, he is really, really good when it comes to movies and entertainment. Um, And he's had incredible guests from Al Pacino to Tom Hanks. Like he, because of the level of his platform, he gets top tier guests to appear. And as a parent, his parent corner segment on Monday shows with Cousin Sal, uh, who he used to work with on the Jimmy Kimmel show, always make me laugh. He, When he ends up talking about his son, Ben Simmons, the only good Ben Simmons in anyone's life right now, uh, and his son's proclivity to be a professional wrestler and be living at home at the age of 35, I end up laughing every single time. So highly recommend the Bill Simmons podcast. All right, number two, and this was tough. But it's Ryan Russillo's show. I could easily put this in number one if it wasn't for Bumani Jones, who, spoiler alert, as I've already said, is my, on a previous podcast, is my favorite sports podcast. All right. There's no other way to say this. I have a man crush on Ryan Russillo. He is the sports podcaster I most wish I was friends with. I disagree with some of his takes on politics and race and sports once in a while. But unlike other podcasters, though he's definitely a bit arrogant, he can admit when he's wrong and he's not an absolutist. He has people on just to disagree with them and he confronts them. He's also a really fascinating interviewer. If you haven't listened to him before, I might recommend starting with the Tyson Fury episode where he interviewed the heavyweight boxer and it was phenomenal. Fury clearly did not want to be there, clearly was pissed off about something. And Rosillo, after about five minutes, after clearly having done a shit ton of homework and getting one word answers to every single question he asked, was like, all right, well, if you want to be done, we can be done. And that completely changed the interview. Fury suddenly, uh, you know, wanted to talk and open up, but it was just so badass on Rosillo's part to do that because I don't think a lot of other journalists would, would have taken that. Now, Rosillo is the best in the business, in my opinion, when it comes to actually dissecting sports, and that's because he actually watches them. He watches more football and basketball than anyone. And so, you know, even if you don't agree with him, his opinions are well informed and not just recycling of other people's opinions, which you see so often on shows on ESPN, where it's very clear people don't actually watch the game. On top of that, he's fucking hilarious. Now, do we have a lot of similarities? Are we both you know, middle-aged men who are single and love their solitude? Yes. But he, I, you know, in my best moments, I think I can do what he can too, which is laugh at some of our, uh, laugh at ourselves. And for instance, he laughs at his baldness. He, uh, he also loves working out and, but he also makes fun of himself for how intensely he gets into it. So 
there's so many things about this that I just find endearing and like that hit close to home for me. Like when he mentions that like, yeah, sitting in a bar by yourself alone and having a dinner is pure bliss. You know what it is? It is. It's one of the best things out there and I encourage you to do it, especially if you're a parent, you'll be shocked at how enjoyable it is. He also has an incredible range of friends who join the show frequently, but he also does what he calls Weird Wednesdays where he delves into things non-sports related that are fascinating. Like he recently had on Professor Scott Galloway who used to have a, a podcast with Kara Swisher and now has his own, who is decidedly more liberal than Ryan, and they had a great discussion about politics and finance. But finally, for me, the best part of the show is always the final segment. He calls it life advice. And dear God, it is so, so good. Listeners write in with life advice questions, and I will not confirm or deny if I have done so on my own. And he gives his very direct and frank responses. There's no fucking around with Rosillo. One of the best recently involves someone who had a friend look after his dog while he was gone. As a thank you, the person offered to get his friend a dinner. The friend completely exploited the situation and the tab ended up being egregious and Ryan gave just some hilarious and incisive commentary about expectations and also about not being a dick. And then his advice on dating is always salient and really, really funny. Additionally, his producer, Nephew Kyle, nephew of Bill Simmons, will jump in with random asides that make the fucking show. So highly recommend this. Even if you're not a sports fan, you will get something out of it. Ryan Rosillo's podcast. Finally, number one, as I said, it is the Bumani Jones podcast on the ESPN platform. I've mentioned the show multiple times before in the podcast. Bumani's podcast is simply the best out there at dissecting the intersections between sports and race and politics. He has been immensely incisive about athletes like Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving who have refused to get vaccinated, but he's also incredibly funny. His regular segments are fantastic. On Monday, he features stories from other journalists that are unique and relevant, but that you've likely never read yourself. And on Fridays, he has on his friend Dominique Foxworth and their explorations of black culture and sports are fantastic. For instance, I recently learned about why you don't fuck with anyone from New Orleans and why Atlanta strip clubs put the city on the map for athletes. Give this one a listen. I promise you won't be disappointed even if you hate sports. All right, so those were my top five sports podcasts. Now let's move on to the general interest uh, podcast. Here are my top five. Number 10, Radiolab. Now, I'm sure if you, other than Serial, If you have never heard of any other podcast, you've probably heard of Radiolab or maybe This American Life. I've listened to this show for as long as I've listened to podcasts. It's the ultimate NPR type science podcast with really inventive episodes that go into biology and history, but also do things like music in the Supreme Court. Now, it's the sort of podcast you have to start uh, with if you want to get into podcasts and see if it's really for you. If, it, if you haven't listened before, I would say start with the Carl Sagan episode about sending music into space and go from there. It's really, really good. All right, number four in my general interest podcast, Reply All. Now, a year ago, this likely would have been my favorite podcast, period. But if you're not aware, this show suffered a major scandal this year. It's a show that was hosted by two white tech guys and explained tech mysteries to us lay people. They had a great segment called Yes, Yes, No, where they would have on their boss who knew even less about Twitter than... I do, and they would try to get him to understand really obscure, ambiguous tweets that people who are very online understood on their own. So it was consistently funny and engaging, but when the show attempted a well-needed and fascinating expose on the racist culture of Bon Appetit magazine, it came to light from former Reply All staffers that those actually running the show had themselves engaged in very similar behavior. Since that time, the show has undergone a makeover, and episodes are now only every other week. But going through the back catalog is a great listen, even with the context of what happened at the show. 
And I think that context actually informs it in a really interesting way, as you can look at some of the ways that voices that should have been on the show didn't really always permeate and get through. There's a classic episode on microdosing of LSD, as well as great episodes on why a Christmas song was played in every department store without the composer knowing it, and all the creepy things that can happen on the internet without you knowing why. This is where I first heard about QAnon, so I really, really do like this show, but I might recommend going to the back catalog rather than starting with more recent episodes to see if you like it. And the show always used to end with this thing where they would say Matt Lieber, who was sort of the second in command at Gimlet, the platform from which they were running, was like something that brought them joy. And so in that spirit, I would say that you, my dear listeners, are like the chill in the air when the seasons change and fall is upon us. So there you go. Reply all. All right. Number three on my general interest podcast, 99% Invisible. This is one of the podcasts I've I've listened to the longest. The host is Roman Mars, and he's a quirky, self-proclaimed nerd, and the show looks into the hidden world of design all around us. If you're not an architecture person, don't worry. This show is still so fascinating. Architecture and design have a tremendous impact on our lives, even if we don't realize it, and this show exposes the 99% invisible world around us to ourselves. It's like the best classroom you've ever been in. I also recommend getting the show's coffee table book, which I've been slowly working my way through this year. From the show, I now know things about, like, what all those colored lines on sidewalks means when there's construction going on and which color indicates which utility line is below or why roundabouts are so much safer for traffic than normal uh, traffic lights and why autopilot technology actually made pilots worse at flying planes. So give this one a listen. Uh, You will not be disappointed. All right, number two on the general interest non-sports related podcast. Citations needed. Now, no question, this is, to me, the best politics and current events-related podcast out there. And it's not even close. Hosted by Nima Shirazi and Adam Johnson, the show dissects all that is wrong in our current political environment with a special, special focus on journalism. A recent episode explored how Republicans' packaging of right-wing populism to really just serve their ends of protecting the wealthiest, most aggressive billionaires has been a long-standing, long-formulated strategy. But some of the best shows that they have done are actually on cultural products reflecting an anti-progressive ideology. So for instance, um, they did an incredible one on HGTV and how the whole idea of flipping houses makes us sort of ignore the idea that those houses are, when you flip a house, you are pushing someone out. We just see the end product and be like, oh, look, we're sprucing up the neighborhood. We're doing all this wonderful things for this otherwise dilapidated place. And it's like, well, someone lived there before. We can't just act like th- that those people don't exist. And so this is a show is likely to tell you why HGTV is making us not care about the poor in America's terrible housing situation, as it is to delve into how beef became inextricably linked with American manhood. Uh, again, an episode I highly recommend. I love this show. I was turned on to it by a fellow socialist who I used to work with. Shout out to Arpy. And I haven't stopped listening since. Please give it a listen. Finally, my number one general interest show. Heavyweight. This is on the Gimlet platform. I love this show. It's hosted by uh, This American Life alumnus, uh, Jonathan Goldstein, and it's a show that explores the unresolved relationships and situations in the past of just normal people that write in to be on the show. It's really a show for those of us obsessed with nostalgia and the past and the what-ifs of trying to resolve things that can never be resolved. 
Listeners and friends of Goldstein appeal to him on the show to seek, if not catharsis, at least a resolution for things that have occurred in their past that they're still feeling uncomfortable about. So one episode dealt with a woman who suddenly lost all her friends and never got an explanation as to why. Um, They don't always, the people that write in don't always get what they're seeking, but their process to confronting, whether it's their emotionally distant parents, or their failed friendships is consistently beautiful and affecting. I dare you to listen to episode 14 called Isabel and not end up in tears. Truly, if you're walking away from this podcast to listen to any single episode of a show, Isabel, number 14 of Heavyweight, is the one I think you should listen to. If you listen to that and you're not in tears by the end, you're a fucking monster and I don't want you listening to my podcast because here we care about feelings and about nostalgia and about wanting to change the past even when you know you can't and trying to make a future for yourself when you can't quite shake what happened before fully. So those are my top 10. Just to give them a recap again, for the top five Sports, the Ringers NBA podcast is number five. Number four is Pardon My Take. Number three is Bill Simmons. Number two is Ryan Rossillo. And number one is Bumani Jones. The general interest, number five was Radiolab. Number four was Reply All. Number three was 99% Invisible. Number two was Citations Needed. And number one was Heavyweight. Now, there were a few that I left off this list that were very, very close. The one that I think is... um, The two that most come to mind are On the Media, which is a great podcast dissecting what's going on in the media. Um, All right, let me give two more here, actually. Terrible Thanks for Asking is a great podcast about overcoming trauma in the past. Really beautiful commentary on how we handle grief. Highly, I think it's something that if you've ever gone through something pretty traumatic, it's something that you will probably really relate to. The other one is, and this is, brings me joy every week is the ringers rewatchable podcast there's a rotating host of guests and it is often hilarious all they do is review old movies and the the type of movies that you see over and over and over again on tv without a doubt if you're just going to give the podcast a try and see if you like it you need to listen to the episode on top gun mallory rubin who is one of the editors at the ringer comes in guns blazing and is absolutely hilarious. I love Mallory in general. Binge Mode used to be one of my favorite podcasts. It's not really going anymore, but if you want to go back and listen to it and hear all of their takes on Game of Thrones or Harry Potter, I highly recommend it. But when Mallory starts talking about Top Gun and the sex scenes in that movie and how ridiculous it is that Tom Cruise shows up at a woman he is trying to date's house without having showered and is just like, yeah, can I use your shower? I like, I can't remember laughing that hard at something. So definitely give that a listen as well. And then I have to admit, since we're not gonna do a poop the bag segment for this week on this show, I do have two hate listens that shows that I know I shouldn't listen to, that drive me insane every time I do, but I listen to nonetheless. One is Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history. He's so full of it, so full of himself, And I think he's only right maybe 30% of the time, but I still find the podcast interesting. And when he's right, I do really agree with him. Like when he's talking about endowments at major universities and how they're the biggest waste of money. When he's right, he's right. But when he's wrong, you can still get angry. As a runner, it helps me run faster when such things occur. Then there's Pod Saves America. I know this is probably not popular, but those guys drive me bananas. It's a good way to 
get up-to-date news on what's going on in politics, but they are just the definition of liberal Democrats and everything that have gone wrong in uh, so-called progressive politics over the past 30 years. They are the embodiment of the establishment, and it just drives me insane. Um, I think they have often have good intentions, but the problem I always walk away with from that show is they don't believe in actual hard and firm policies, they believe in the politics. And for me, I come at it the other way, which is that you can win people over if you actually believe in something rather than just constantly changing your messaging and your platform. So those are my podcast uh, recommendations for the week. I hope you give them a listen. I hope you like them as much as I do. And until the next time when I will be on with my good friend, Drew Hansen, to discuss the French Dispatch, I hope you have a great week and listen to some fantastic podcast. I'll talk to you soon.